welcome to episode number 45 of BYOB, Be Your Own Bliss, the podcast. I am your host, Lisa Thruston, and coming to you in a little bit more cozy setting, decided to set myself up on my couch today to record because it just kind of felt like one of those, got to sit on a couch with their, your, your person whoever that is, so that you can kind of sit, have a chat and discuss what's going on in your life, in your world. And today, what I wanted to kind of talk about on this episode was that sense of what am I doing, right? (laughs) Do you ever have those moments where like things are clicking along, like maybe work is going really well, personal life is going really well, projects are going and things are clicking and falling into place. And then all of a sudden you have a hiccup or you have a specific expectation for it and things don't turn out quite the way that you expect or that you hoped or that whatever a myriad of reasons it was, it can kind of put us into this sense of what exactly am I doing? This was not what I was expecting. This was not what I was hoping for. And now I don't know what to do. It can kind of throw us into a bit of a tailspin if we were expecting one particular outcome and that doesn't happen. So I want us to kind of start to get into that space of questioning when things don't quite go to plan. This is probably not going to be an episode if you're looking for like some solid concrete answers, some really good guidance. It may not be the episode you're expecting because I think when we get so hooked and so invested in there has to be one right answer, there has to be one way to do this, we blow ourselves up again. We get back to this space of once again, I didn't get the answer I was looking for. Once again, I was expecting this outcome and it didn't happen. So I want today to be about questioning the experience. So let us talk about this space of feeling unsure and just all around off about what am I doing? As always, we're going to kind of come back to a personal experience for me been in the process of putting together and launching some new content. And I always have a lot of feelings around that, a lot of expectations around that because I want to put out stuff that's good. I want to put out stuff that people want and to invest in for themselves because I know it's really important. So I have all of these expectations that come with it. And when the reality doesn't quite match up to the expectations I had that I was hoping for, it is really disheartening to me. It's like a personal failure to me that for some reason, it comes back to this thought in my brain that, see, this is why we aren't supposed to be doing this because we can't do it, right? (laughs) We aren't getting this outcome that when you scroll through social media, apparently everybody has, right? (laughs) All you have like one idea, you put it out there, you get hundred people to sign up and boom, you're exploding and you're off to the next level. And I have been pretty consistently at my business for about three years now. And I know in the grand scheme of things, this is not a huge amount of time. I get that. But on the other hand, it still feels like this big, huge investment And it's hard for me to understand why it hasn't exploded in the way I see everybody else's explode. And, you know, it comes back to this comparison piece. And we've talked a little bit about that on the podcast before, and we are by all means talking about comparison again in more depth at another point. But today really our focus is 
almost depression that comes with the expectations of what we were wanting to have happen, not coming through and that disappointment, right? That feeling of, but I did X, Y, or Z. I was supposed to have this particular outcome, but I followed these rules. I did all this stuff. I was supposed to have blank happen. And when it doesn't, sometimes it comes back to this story we start to tell ourselves. And maybe it's a new story, but more often than not, it's this story that we've had always. This story that we've carried with us through all iterations of our life that, oh my gosh, yeah, this is really me. And I don't deserve this kind of good stuff. This is why I can't do this because... And we can see it as a way that it, it's reinforcing what we always felt about ourselves, what we always thought about ourselves. And it feels like more and further proof that what we were supposed to be and what we were supposed to do doesn't line up and it, that it's a critique about us. It's a critique on ourselves and that can get really, really disheartening and it can lead to this spiral of, you know, lack of self-confidence, lack of worth, this feeling of, well, I guess maybe I won't try again because I know it's not going to work. So like I said, I've been working on launching a few things. I've got a couple of stuff coming up in the near future that I'm really excited about, but I kicked it off by launching a five-day little virtual retreat. And I was really excited about it because it was this great way for me to repurpose some content that I had already created that I loved that I really put my heart and soul into. And it was a way for me to kind of include some live events and getting people really excited. And I had some signups not a ton like I was hoping for, but I had some people sign up and I love that. And that was exciting. And that kind of got me going. And then comes the week of the retreat and things didn't really fall into place. Like I was hoping, like I was expecting, like I'd seen other people be able to do. And sometimes it gets back to this space of, I feel like an imposter. I feel like maybe I'm not doing it right quote unquote, that I was not correct about it, that I, there was something that I missed. And because I missed that, then I don't get this particular outcome. And it kind of breaks me a little bit, to be honest. So remember, we're always going to try and be our most authentic, honest self. And it does, it, it breaks my spirit just a little bit for that briefest of moments. I'm getting better about finding my footing again and processing it. And that's a little bit why we're talking about it today is because this is still me processing it, but it always has this way of like making me feel out of sorts of like, all right. So I saw people were interested. I saw people were excited, but it doesn't match the reaction. It doesn't match the outcome. It doesn't match the performance of it. And so it's about wrapping your brain around this idea of, okay, but what can I learn from this experience? Because in the beginning, it's like, what the heck, people? <laughs> this is really amazing stuff. This is really good stuff. You want to do it. I've made it so easy for you and accessible for you. And I forget that sometimes people don't eat, breathe, sleep my content the way that I do, that I am so deeply entrenched in this healing journey, in this process of making self-care accessible, in this way of empowering women to embody their truest selves that sometimes it's going to take some more repetition before other people are like to their step one. Because when I think about it, I'm really at like step 15, 20, maybe even way farther than that to somebody's step half 0.5. And 
I just kind of like want to scoop everybody up and bring them on board and be like, no, you're going to do this. We're going to sit down and do this. <laughs> Come on, you need to do this. Don't you want to do this? And it's not that they don't want to. It's just that they're still at those baby steps. But it's hard to sometimes get yourself back into that space, especially when you know the value of what you're doing, the value of what you want to put out there. And it doesn't necessarily mean that you have to be a content creator or an online coach or any of this kind of stuff. It's when you're excited about a project and not everybody else is, or when you're doing something really cool in your life, whether professionally or personally, whatever that is, and you want people to match that level of enthusiasm and they don't. Don't. And so sometimes it is about learning to manage those expectations for ourselves and learning to be your biggest cheerleader. Because sometimes, like I said, we have to be the one leading the charge. I talked about this, I think, a couple of episodes ago, where like we have to be the ones to celebrate ourselves first. We have to be the ones who are getting out there with our party hats on, with our horns blaring, with the confetti going, because not everybody is going to know what we want to celebrate. So maybe what somebody else would celebrate isn't something that you would necessarily celebrate. And that's fine. But we can't let uh, expect other people to be mind readers and to know what we want to celebrate. And so this is about where like, okay, this is why we have to take charge of what we want to be excited about in our life, of what we want to celebrate, of what we want to be excited about. And so on that same vein, we also need to be the ones to be like critiquing our own selves of like falling back, looking at it, sitting with it and not falling into this trap of trying to immediately find a positive and to sit sometimes in that disappointment, to sit in the upset, to sit in the hurt. And I noticed this past week that I didn't do that part. I was really quick to find the positive because I didn't want others to, around me to know how disappointed I was that I didn't have the outcome I was really banking on, hoping for, expecting, because I think I didn't want people to know that I was really invested in this. I get it. It kind of sounds a little bit silly. Like, why would you not be invested in it? This is your job. This is what you do. This is your passion. This is what you love. But sometimes you want to play it cool right? You don't want people to, to see that you are human in some respects, because if you show that you're really excited about this, then when maybe it doesn't turn out the way you want, then you might have to be real with people about the negative aspect of it, that I was really excited about this, really, you know, enthused about this. And I didn't get the response and the participation that I would have loved. And trying to separate this idea of not getting the response that you want is not is not a reflection on me as a person. It's not a reflection on you as a person if your presentation doesn't go the way you want. If the project doesn't, you know, the timeline gets messed up. You you know, if anything goes wrong in what you're excited about about what you're doing, what you're putting out there, it's not a reflection on you as a good or a bad person. It sometimes just is. But in this like whole love and light, positive vibes only, it can get really hard not to get sucked into, but I always have to be positive about it. And if I'm positive, if I don't think positive thoughts all the time, then all I'm going to get is this negative and we spiral. And sometimes we have to sit with that negative. We have to sit with a part that feels really icky and sucky and gross and uncomfortable, but we don't want to, right? We want to skip straight to 
let me just find the positive part of this so that I can pretend it's all okay. And I can move on with my life. We don't ever have to talk about this again. We don't have to process this again because this is not going to happen again because either a, I'm going to figure it out. And next time it's going to be perfect or B I'm never going to do this again because I don't like this not great feeling. It feels like we sometimes go to either two extremes. I'm either going to figure this out so that next time it doesn't happen and I don't have this feeling or let's just not ever do this again because I cannot deal with the not great feelings again. Just nope, nope. <laughs> so while the kickoff to the whole thing I was really excited about, I had all this good content and then nothing. Luckily I was recording it because I knew, listen, I get it. It was a Sunday. I picked a Sunday so that hopefully people maybe had some extra time, but life. And I was recording it. And when I got done, part of me was like, I'm really kind of bummed. I wanted some live interaction, but I knew that the recording was really good. I knew that I'd kind of gotten into the zone, channeled the message I really wanted, and it was good. And then I had automated the rest of the week. I knew the emails were all set up. They were ready to go. I had some good stuff. And then I was going to close it out on a Thursday, really excited about it. And again, not the response I was hoping. I still have an amazing recording and I still have this like great five days of content that's going to be amazing. And I know that I can do this again and I can automate it again and it'll be awesome. But I didn't give myself enough time to process the disappointment, to really sit in this idea of I wanted something different out of the experience for me. And I didn't sit enough in the experience of what would it be like for everybody else? I was too focused on me and myself and what I was going to feel about it and not as outwardly focused. Because ultimately, this wasn't about me and feeling good about putting something out there. This was about me creating five days around self-care that people could work at at their own pace. This was all about making these routines to take care of our like body, mind, and spirit accessible. And still that struggle of it's okay to want this altruistic thing, but it's also okay to be like just bummed and disappointed that You don't see the success that you feel like you see everybody else have. And that's a tough place to sit where it's like, I'm trying to be positive about this. I'm trying to look on the bright side, but I'm also really bummed and disappointed. I know that there's some great stuff about this, but I'm also really disappointed that nobody clicked through this. Nobody signed up for that. Nobody, right? So there's not an easy answer. This is not something where you get to wrap it up in a nice little bow at the end of all of this. I don't have an answer of, If it's ever going to feel different, it might when, you know, the next program really takes off or the next launch goes better than expected. Like this launch went better than my last one. So there's always that. But I think we're so eager to find the positive to get back to that happy feeling because sitting in the not happy is just way too uncomfortable and doesn't mesh with this whitewashed version of you just have to get back to that positive vibes because, you know, otherwise you're just going to attract more of the negative, more of what you don't want. And that's, that's not it. (laughs) Unfortunately, it's the both. It's the being disappointed, being upset, being angry, being sad, questioning. And that's what we need to get to. We need to get to back to the space of questioning of you're going to have to be okay with not having a good answer and being more okay with sitting with more questions. Cause I think that's kind of where I finally managed 
to be about a week post the whole launch was that in the grand scheme of things, I had enough content to automate this stuff. So I didn't have to recreate it so that when my schedule was a little bit weird last week, I could do it without thinking. I didn't have to postpone everything because my schedule was a little bit off. It was just there. It was ready to go that I have enough content to create five days worth of stuff and not have to keep reinventing the wheel every single time. And yeah, there's like in my heart, I'm hurt a little bit and it's okay to be hurt. And I'm still processing that. It still feels broken and weird and wonky, but that's why I've got a support team. I have a weekly get together with some good friends and we talk business and spirituality and like supporting each other. And they're the people I reach out to. I reach out to like my spiritual counselor and I'm like, okay, I know it's now time for another session because I'm feeling stuck in the processing of this. That's why we create these circles for ourselves so that when things feel too big, when things feel too much for us to process on our own, we have that support to process because this was never the processing, the healing, the figuring it out. Yes. Some of it needs to be on our own, but so much of it, we need that community. We need that support aspect, which is why I do the podcast, which is why I have the online studio, which is why I have the social media presence, which is why I have all of these pieces, because I know a community makes things work. I know a community helps us process in a way that maybe we can't see because we're so deep into it. We need that neutral third party to mirror back to us that I know this is what it feels like because you're stuck in the middle of it. But from my outsider perspective, how can I help this? How can we make this different? How can I help you see that maybe there's a piece that you're missing? And we all have those blind spots. So we all need those people to kind of help us process that thing. So there's no easy wrap up bow for our episode today, but I wanted this to be about when you have those moments where you question your everything, right? You're questioning what you're doing, why you're doing what you're doing. You kind of, I don't want to, it's not quite that dark night of the soul, but it's that beginning phases of just questioning what you're meant to be doing. Why are you on this path? Why are you having these trials? to find some softness and some gentleness for yourself, to find that space, to ask gentle questions, to sit with the questions, to wait for a response, for an answer, or just maybe for the next question and to not rush to find the positive. Because sometimes I think we latch onto that one thing that we think is a positive, and then we just stop processing. We're like, okay, found the positive. I can find the space where I can feel a little bit comfortable, feel a little bit not so icky and not so in my feelings. And we forget to really fully sit and process and deal with all of that. And that's not where we want to be. Because then the next time we hit this cycle of things not quite falling into place, we're still not dealing with that root issue. We're still not dealing with that root hurt and those discomfort and those icky feelings. And there's only so long that you can sweep it underneath the rug before it becomes a mountain under that rug and it's tripping you up all the time. And it becomes that elephant in the room that we're just not talking about, but you know, everybody, there's a, can't see you around this mountain of stuff we're not talking about. So this is your invitation to get okay being uncomfortable, to sit in that sad, to sit in the hurt, to sit in the anger for just a moment, to ask the questions, 
to maybe start to work through the stuff. So that next time you can be like, ah, I recognize this feeling. Welcome. We're just going to talk a little bit. You're not staying here forever because we're going to move on to that next feeling. But we got to kind of sit with that uncomfortableness so that when we can eventually find maybe that lesson, maybe that silver lining, that little bit of positive from the not so great, that it doesn't feel like we're bypassing. So we can't go around those feelings forever. So they're not going anywhere. So until we figure out and learn the tools on how to deal with that, it's just always going to keep rearing its, its head because it needs to be processed. It needs to be handled, dealt with, looked at. So my invitation to you in these coming days and weeks is to be gentle, to keep asking the questions and to be okay with not getting an answer. And maybe not right away. And maybe you're just got to wait for the next question. So here is to us sitting in the uncomfortable, dealing with the big feelings, coming across to that other side and knowing that we're each step healing a little bit more, processing a little bit more, making ourselves a better, more authentic us. So as always, make sure you're following me on the social media. I'm at Lisa Thruston on Instagram, trying to be over there a little bit more. You can always find me online, um, the Sacred You Studio. It's my mighty network space. So there will be links in the show notes. So make sure you head on over to that. If you're not on my email list, you really should be. I'm in the process of kind of shooting out some really great content in uh, kind of ramping up to a really special thing I'm going to be launching at the end of the year. And as always, my email list gets first access to all of the good stuff. Plus I'm putting out some great content and I'm not going to bug you a whole lot. In fact, I sometimes forget (laughs) that you're on my email list. So I'm like, oh, that's right. I need to touch in with my people on my list because you guys really are amazing. I have a wonderful community here, so I'm glad to have you along for the ride. And as always, I appreciate you spending a little bit of your week, your day with me. And I hope that this has sparked something for you. So as always, remember, bliss is not without, is within. Until next time.